After this, there was a Jewish festival, so Jesus went to Jerusalem. Now near the Sheep Gate in Jerusalem is a pool called Beth Zatha in Hebrew, with five porches beside it. Crowds of sick people were laying on these porches, those who were blind, lame or paralysed. One man was there who had been sick for 38 years. Jesus looked at him, knowing he had been laying there for a long time, and asked him, Do you want to be healed? Sir, the sick man answered, I don't have anyone to help me get into the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm trying to get there, someone always gets in before me. Stand up, pick up your mat, and start walking, Jesus told him. Immediately the man was healed. He picked up his mat and started walking. Now the day that this happened was the Sabbath. So the Jews said to the man who'd been healed, This is the Sabbath. It's against the law to carry a mat. The man who healed me told me to pick up my mat and start walking, he replied. Who's this person who told you to carry your mat and walk, they asked. However, the man who'd been healed didn't know who it was, for Jesus had slipped away into the surrounding crowd. Later on, Jesus found the man in the temple and told him, Look, now you've been healed, so stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. The man went and told the Jews it was Jesus who had healed him. So the Jews started to harass Jesus because he was doing things on the Sabbath. But Jesus told them, My father is still working and so am I. This was why the Jews tried even harder to kill him, for not only did he break the Sabbath, but also called God his Father, making himself equal with God. Jesus explained to them, I tell you the truth, the Son can do nothing by himself, he can only do what he sees the Father doing. Whatever the Father does, the Son does as well. For the Father loves the Son and reveals to him everything he does, and the Father will show to him even more incredible things that will completely amaze you. For just as the Father gives life to those he resurrects from the dead, in the same way the Son also gives life to those that he wants. The Father judges no one. He has given to the Son all the authority to judge, so that everyone may honour the Son just as they honour the Father. Anyone who doesn't honour the Son doesn't honour the Father who sent him. I tell you the truth, those who follow what I say and trust the one who sent me have eternal life. They won't be condemned, but have gone from death to life. I tell you the truth, the time is coming, in fact it's here already, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. Just as the Father has life-giving power in himself, so he has given the Son the same life-giving power in himself. The Father also granted the authority for judgment to him, for he is the Son of Man. Don't be surprised at this, for the time is coming when all those in the grave will hear his voice and will rise again, those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. I can do nothing by myself. I judge based on what I'm told, and my decision is right, for I'm not doing my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. If I were to make claims about myself, such claims wouldn't be valid, 
But someone else gives evidence about me, and I know what he says about me is true. You asked John about me, and he told the truth, but I don't need any human endorsement. I'm explaining this to you so you can be saved. John was like a brightly burning light, and you were willing to enjoy his light for a while. But the evidence I'm giving is greater than John's, for I am doing the work that the Father gave me to do, and this is the proof that the Father sent me. The Father who sent me, he himself speaks on my behalf. You've never heard his voice, and you've never seen what he looks like, and you don't accept what he says, because you don't trust in the one he sent. You search the scriptures because you think that through them you'll gain eternal life, but the evidence they give is in support of me, and yet you don't want to come to me so that you might live. I'm not looking for human approval. I know you, and that you don't have God's love in you. For I've come to represent my Father, and you won't accept me. But if someone comes representing themselves, then you accept them. How can you trust in me when you look for praise from one another, and yet you don't look for praise from the one true God? But don't think I will be making accusations about you to the Father. It's Moses who is accusing you, the one in whom you place such confidence. For if you really trusted Moses, you would trust in me, because he wrote about me. But because you don't trust what he said, why would you trust what I say?